Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. So I'm, I'm reading through Scripture, and I'm, the one thing that I knew about in Deuteronomy when they, he called them out and he got, the, he got the priests to go around and say, you are now the people of God. You are now the people of God. You are now the people of God. What a proclamation to have said over you. From now on, you are the people of God. You've got to change your thinking. And then he got them, he had the law of the Lord. He had the, the Ten Commandments, but then he brought out the law of the Lord, which was how to live well and everything about that. And it was about blessings and cursings, about if you lived one way, you were blessed, and if you lived another way, you were cursed. This is how the Word of God actually brings like that definement in our life. It shows us right from wrong. It shows us light from dark. It shows us these things. I just got off track then. It's so easy. My ADHD does it all. No, I don't have ADHD at all. My wife just looked at me with glaring eyes. Do you know how I'm going to share this with you because I get it daily. Change your words. If you say, oh, my injury, don't own that injury. It's not yours. It's not your identity anymore. Oh, my condition, my affliction, my rejection, my offense, my let it go. It's not yours anymore. I, I really don't have an ADHD problem. I don't know why I brought that up this morning. <laughs> Maybe it makes you feel better. We are... Oh, Father God, help me. How about I just start with what I've got here? 2 Corinthians 12, 20. So Paul says in all this stuff... Oh, sorry, I'll go back to it. When the prophecy... Sorry, the promises, the blessings and cursings, the people all said, yes. Yes, we agree. We agree with the law of the Lord. So they said, you are blessed when you behave like this. You are blessed when you're a people like this. You are blessed. And they said, yes, we are blessed when we behave like that. We are blessed when we do this. And he says, you're cursed if you do this. We are cursed. If Yes, we are cursed. They agree to it all. Before that, they said, God said, the, law, sorry, the word of the Lord is near you. It is in your mouth. We have to agree with things that God says about us. We have to. We have to. We have no other choice. That's where our faith lies. We must agree with what God says about us. And if we don't, we're being very selfish. We're saying, I'm going to hold on to my old identity because I like, I'm comfortable. I've got a, I don't know what it is, but I don't want my old identity. I want Jesus in me. This morning, I had a vision <laughs> of what it would be like. <sighs> Men can't cry and talk at the same time. Women can do it. They can be hysterical and still come out yelling at you, you know, like, <laughs> and making sense. Men, men are only single focus, but we do it really with real intensity, you know. Um, I've lost my train of thought again. What it would be like if I was actually just operating fully as Jesus with my family? And, and I'm sort of getting it with my, my family, but then I'm thinking about my extended family. And I love them dearly. I love them. And there's some things I need to say to them that are going to 
it's going to break their heart in the best way and it broke my heart in the best way and I'm like I need to do this in the in the presence and the power of God because if I do it in anything else it's going to just be just and they won't notice it and it'll be pearls it'll be precious gems it'll be gold that I'm taking to them and scripture says don't cast your pearls before swine that's not you know that's one thing but that I'm using that because other pigs don't know what gemstones are if you line their swill with gemstones going, I really appreciate my pig. Pigs don't know what gemstones are. Sometimes we don't know what the gemstones are from God laying right in front of us. I'm so grateful that even though he tells us not to do that, he still does. He still throws his gemstones for us. He still throws his gold down for us. He still is refining that in our lives on a daily basis. We need to agree to some things today as what type of people we are going to be. Because the type of people that we're going to be is going to define what type of church Jesus builds with us. 2 Corinthians 12.20, this is a warning. Paul says this to the church at Corinth, because it was a conflicted church. It had a lot of stuff going on in it. If you want to know more about it, we can probably pick up on that on Word Night this week. I'm not going to be there. Kylie and I go on holidays. Woohoo! 12 Corinthians 12.20, he says, Paul's saying to him, and I'm, I'm just really grabbing a short one out here, for I'm afraid that when I come to you, you not, might not, I might not find you as I want you to be, and you not, might not find me as I want you as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. It goes on and says that there'll be sexual immorality, and, and that's a given. That's a given. Somehow, as humans, we just fall into sexual immorality so quickly, so easily. But it's something that we are called to not even partner with. And it's from, yeah, there's a grace right at the moment and God's actually giving us an opportunity to turn in all these things, to repent as people, to say we don't want to be, I don't want to be a church because the problem is that our homes are filled with this. They're filled with discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, disorder. It's in our homes. And if it's in our homes, it's going to be in our church. <laughs> we need to be people that are not like this. We are not like this. This is the pattern of the world through and through. It's selfish. It's greedy. It's all-consuming. It just wants to devour, devour, devour to make itself feel good. And it's never content. Never. That's why we fall into sexual immorality because it starts to make you feel good. But then it never satisfies, never satisfies, never satisfies. We're not meant to go that way. It defiles us from within. So all these things either defile us from out, without or within, from outside or within. And Jesus has purified us and cleansed us from all of it. So we don't have to go back to it. But the thing is, we need to be firm with ourselves and discipline ourselves and train ourselves not to fall back into the traps of these things. Because I'm telling you now, I never plan to go into discord or selfish ambition or fits of rage, but I end up there. 
I can end up there so easily. So we need to have this purifying wash in our lives. We need moments every day. We need moments every hour. Connecting with God. Deuteronomy 10, 12 to 13. I'm speaking out of the Old Testament because it's God's word. There is no old, there is no new, one's better than the other. There's just a covenant that has been so much better. The old covenant. Okay, that's old, that's new. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or don't you? Deuteronomy 10, 12 to 13. Don't you like to know when everything's been summed up for you? Like, you hear this big, long teaching and and then they go, here's the points that you need to take away. Well, this is a big, long oration and here's the points. And now, Israel, what does the Lord God ask of you? What does he require of you? Yes, we've got it on the screen. But to fear the Lord. We've all heard this before, haven't we? We've heard this before. This is nothing new to us. But what does it mean? What do these words... Yes, I've heard this. I know this. So many of us say, I know this. Because we can um, repeat the words. We've heard this before. Fear the Lord your God. To walk in obedience. But what does it mean to us? What does it mean to you? To fear the Lord. To revere Him. Have you got to a point where it's life and death and you're going, God, if you don't come through, it's, I have nothing without you. That's it. I think we've all had moments like that. I think each one of us has had a time where it's just God. We, we need to get to this point. God, if you're the only one that can come through, no one else is going to help me in this. No one else has even got a way. No one else has got a chance at bringing through anything here. That's when you revere God. You revere, what do I need to do to get in good with you, God? I'm speaking as a human being here. What do I need to do? And he says, I've already made it good. Every time I'm like, God, what what, do I, what, I'm not, I'm not, ah, ah. And he goes, I've done it. Let me just, there you go. Picks me up, cleans me off. Establishes me again. Though he fall, though he fall, he shall not be cast down for the Lord upholds him. But the thing is, it's all about every time I turn around, every time I repent, we must be walking in repentance. We must be walking in repentance. And that's the glory to glory. I'm being honest, that's the glory to glory. Because as soon as we find an aspect in our life that's like, that's not Jesus. That's not, I'm not in love at the moment. It's not a, it, it is a conviction time. It is a conviction time. But it's not to beat us up, to tell us how wrong we've been. Oh, and I should have been doing this ages ago. That's where we go when the Holy Spirit says, you need to be this person now. And you go, oh, oh, I need to be this person. If only I was this person all along. If only I'd been this person my whole life. If only I'd been this person, I wouldn't have made that mistake and that mistake. Sorry, God, just a minute. I need to be selfish about this at the moment. I would have changed that and I would, oh, gee, I'd just sit down here. If I'd changed, I wouldn't have done that and that. Oh, I wouldn't have done all those things. No. When the call is... 
Be that person. Not worry about that. The, the past is gone. Hmm. Fear the Lord your God. To walk in obedience to Him. To love Him. Last week we were talking about when you do this, you'll be able to love the Lord your God. Oh, it's all in there. To serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for all your good. We need to know what God requires of us. Ah. Oh. Jesus said to the rich young ruler in Matthew 19, 17, he came to him and said, you know, how must I have eternal life? And Jesus said, if you want life, keep the commandments. This is Jesus, the author of life. And he goes back to the commandments to this rich young ruler, which some of us think that's a little bit old school when he's bringing the spirit. A little bit old school to tell this guy, you can have eternal life by obeying the commandments was he wrong no because he says to him he goes i have from a young age i've kept all these commandments and jesus says which ones i oh, know i forget it I'm, I'm but he reads out these commandments and they're all about our behavior with one another don't steal don't murder don't commit adultery. Don't lie. And he goes, all these I've kept from my young age. And Jesus says, then go and sell all that you've got, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. And he goes away sad because he has great wealth. He goes away sad. He misses the opportunity. You've fulfilled all your obligations to man, but you have not fulfilled your obligations to God. You've done this to look good amongst mankind. You've done this to appear like you're fulfilling all these things, but you're not honoring God. All you need to do is get rid of your money, get rid of your esteem, get rid of everything that you think you have done for yourself. Get rid of that. Come and follow me and honor God. The thing is with the rich young ruler, he was a wealth maker. Would he have fallen back into money again? Probably, absolutely. Absolutely. We think sometimes when God requires us to give something up, then that's the end of it. It's dead to us. Well, it is. It's dead to us. The word in the, in the law and the word in Scripture is devote things to the Lord. Dedicate to the Lord. In, in the essence of the word, it means it is now dead for every other purpose except God's. So when they devoted a city, they killed the city. It was dead dead for every other purpose except for God. That's harsh. We see that today and we go, oh, how could, no, 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 forget about the past. What is it that God is requiring of us to dedicate? And I, today we are going to be a church. We are going to be proclaiming and making a statement of dedication of who we are, of who we are, the people that we are called to be. <sighs> We need to keep the commandments, but not religiously. It's freely. It's freely. It's freely. Lily, come up here. Lily had something that she wanted to share today, and this is the right time, isn't it? It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect because it's pretty much right in line with everything you're saying, so that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I felt, what I wanted to share, because um, 
I don't know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one, we're a body, um, things are changing, things are being shaken and it's quite uncomfortable. Um, so I want to just share some scriptures and what God's put on my heart. So um, according to the grace which was given me, this is Paul, um, as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation and another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can one lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work he has um, built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as though through fire. Yeah, so there's that. There's another scripture I have. Hebrews 12. It talks about the discipline of God in Hebrews 12 as well. Um, at that time... So this is what it's saying. His voice, God's voice, shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of the things that are being shaken as the things that are made and the things which cannot be shaken, may re- that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we might serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So I, I guess what I want to say is, um, if you're being shaken, let it happen. <laughs> because if, if you're losing things, it means they weren't eternal. Yeah? So they're going to be consumed in the fire anyway. So you may as well yield to God's hand now so that he might establish gold, silver, precious stones in your life. Yeah. So if, say, there's like a relationship in your life, like a person who rubs you the wrong way and, you can't, and you're struggling to love them, you don't love them with God's love, good. Like, let God establish agape in you, which is unconditional. Stop holding on to your own natural thinking Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, I might read one more. Hang on. Yeah. You say, because you say, this is Jesus to the church in Revelation 3. Because you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy, and I have need of nothing, and and you do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you, buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. And repent is metanoia, change your mind. Um, I just hope you guys see the grace in this, because I know it's corrective, but it's like, why would you want to... Better a rebuke from a friend than kisses from an enemy. And so many people are receiving kisses from their enemy. The things that they want to hear, 
And it's like, receive the correction of God because it is for your freedom. And I just say, like, the things you're holding on to, what are they doing for you? Are they producing true life in you? No, I promise you, they're stealing from you, stealing, killing, and destroying. So let them go. Let them go. Let them burn up in the fire because you will be safe. The fear of man is a snare, but those who trust in the Lord will be safe. That's our promise. You will be safe. He is a good, 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 good God. Yes, he will never hurt you. He'll never take anything away from you that is not for your good. Yeah, so be humble. Be humble. Be his child. Come to him as a little child. And I promise you, it's not hurting as much as the enemy speculating it's going to. It's like, oh, <laughs> I promise you, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, the weight's gone. I thought I needed all these worldly things, but they're nothing. So, all right. Oh, you darling. Lily's words of encouragement for the morning. They are beautiful. No, that is beautiful. How did we go, Regan, you champion? Did you get them on there? You don't know? Regan had a very eventful morning this morning, trying to get the coffee working and yes. Okay, guys, we just want to make some declarations here. There's a whole bunch of scriptures to this. I don't have, I'm not going to read them all out because this is the essence of what's in there, but Jesus said he will build his church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. This is Jesus' church. This is Jesus' church. It's not an ACC church. It's not a Taylor church. It's not a Taylor church. It's just got Taylors in it. We're not a River Edge church. We're not a brand. We're Jesus Church. We're not a business. We're not even an enterprise. We're a church. We're Jesus Church. We are a people holy and dearly loved, united under one Lord, under one baptism, under one spirit. That's our faith. Jesus will build his church, but his people are to become his church. We are to become his bride. We are to become the ecclesia, the come together, this authority on earth to bring heaven on earth. This is Jesus' church. We are Jesus' church. We are Jesus' body. We are not going to be anything else but that. We want to be Jesus. We want this to be his body where each one of us, a little Jesus walking around in it, that each part fitly joined together nourishes and supplies and feeds the other as we do our job. So I've got muscles that aren't working in my leg at the moment and in my foot. They're not getting signals from my brain, from the head. But the rest of the body can activate them by me moving muscles around them and I can activate those muscles and make them work even though they're not getting a signal. It takes a lot of effort. There's some of us in the body that are totally disconnected from the signals from the head. 
We're not getting it. But if you stay in the body, you'll be massaged, you'll be manipulated until you start receiving that signal. And you go, I'm hearing his voice. I'm hearing your voice. And we go, yes, you're hearing his voice. You're hearing his voice. So if you're able to stand, we're going to stand now. Oh, I hope I've got everything here. Okay. So we're going to be a people dedicated to this. Actually, have we got them in single frames? Okay, we'll, we'll do them. <laughs> I did not plan this out. Can you tell? That's my life pretty well. I don't plan things out. I wish, in my head, I have an image of how I want it to be. Most of the time, it doesn't turn out there. Okay, let's throw them up. So we are people dedicated. These are all going to be very basic. But we need to say these. And these need to be a heartfelt, soul-injected, spirit-breathed. Father God, right now, Lord, I thank you for this holy moment where we get to consecrate ourselves for you. We get to make a statement, a proclamation, according to your word, oh, Father, of who we are to be, who we will be according to your word, Father. So we ask for your help in all this. Father, I ask for your spirit. I ask for the, the presence of your spirit here as we make this statement, Father. I don't want these to be just words May Jesus be glorified. May Jesus be glorified in all this, Father. May Jesus be glorified. This is your church, Jesus. It's your church. I don't want to go from this place without your presence. I've been saying to people lately, guys, I love church. I love church, but I hate church. I don't want to stay here anymore. I don't want to I don't want to continue on being in this place. We've got to break through something. We've got to do something. Something has to change. And if you're new to church here and you're going, hey, I didn't know anything was wrong. Nothing's wrong. We just don't want to stay here. We don't want to. I want people to be free. I don't want them to be under any sort of restrictions at all. We are for freedom. That's for freedom. But in that freedom, there's discipline. So we are a people. The first statement is loving God and loving His ways. The next statement, just throw them up one at a time, thanks, is growing as a people dedicated to growing in our understanding of Him and His ways. Oh my goodness. In Deuteronomy 8, 4, it says, Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. This is a process. Number one, observe the commands. Observe them. You need to study them. You need to look at what God requires of you, what, what love means, what, what salvation is. You've got to study these things. Next, walk in them. Observe and then walk in them. And then as you walk in them, you see the fruit of it. And you see the authority of it. You see the power of it. And then you revere God. Because they're not just words that you're living out. It's a lifestyle of power and authority. But when Jesus was on the cross and he said, it is done. Boom. That's what we have. Everything. 
All of heaven is now open. Angels are at our behest. We have the word of God in our mouth. Then why do we chase after swill? Lily said it just before. Why do Lily? Why do we keep going back to swill? Why do we keep going back to things that aren't gold, silver, and precious stones? Why do we try and build with wood, hay, and stubble? Material things on this planet, not, you know, eternal things. We revere him. And if you're like, I, I'm not revering him fully, then observe his commands, start walking in them. You'll see the fruit of it. You'll start revering him in everything. Next point, observe, oh, sorry, next point. People dedicated to worshipping God in spirit and in truth, not performing, not singing songs, not going through what we think is enough. People dedicated to being transformed into the likeness of Jesus from glory to glory. People dedicated to a lifestyle of reading, meditating and becoming God's word. People dedicated to keeping step with the Spirit. I know these are all... (laughs) We need to make these statements as a people. People dedicated to releasing heaven's authority in our world. People dedicated to generosity, not selfish in any way, but generous with our time, generous with our money, generous with whatever is precious to you, with... Because everything in life is going to cost you. It is going to be a suffering. Let's partner with Christ's sufferings in this. Let's suffer by being generous with one another, with praying with one another, encouraging one another, spurring one another on in love and good deeds. Generosity, let's be generous. People dedicated to hospitality. Hospitality. I've got in my head, we're going to start appointing some hospitality engineers in the house. People that have hospitality within them to teach the rest of us how to do hospitality. Because we're not doing it well, people. We're too selfish. We need to be hospitable with ourselves so we can be hospitable with one another. If we're not hospitable, if we don't have hospitality in our families, we're not going to have it in the church. God keeps saying this to me. Whatever your home's like, that's what you're dragging into the church. Kingdom must be in our homes. Kingdom must be in our homes. Jesus must be in our homes. This isn't about church. You go, oh, yeah, I've got to have my proclamations ready for church. No, this is for our homes. This is for our lives. This is for our existence. A people (laughs) dedicated to serving the Lord's people. I read this scripture about, um, oh, it was a Greek name, but it it was Stephen. It was Stephanos or something like that. What's the Greek name for Stephanos? Yeah, thank you. Um, Stephanos. And he says when his family got saved, they dedicated themselves to serving the people of the Lord. There's so many of us that are dedicated to serving ourselves. And whatever that looks like going forward, you might like, I've tried before. I've tried to serve in church. I want to, I want to, from this day on, it's all new. From this day on, it's changed. Whatever the past is, is in the past. We rise up and take our stand now. We've got to do it together, people. Don't wait for me to make the stand and then you can just ride in on my coattails. That'd be fun. But uh, no, I can't do it without you. See, even if you look at the fivefold 
Apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, the fivefold, none of them stand out on their own. They have, they're only 20% by themselves. They must come together. We must come together. There's no superheroes. There's no celebrities. We are all faceless saints. Sinners called out as saints. How beautiful is that? I'm ready to make some proclamations in the house right now. I'm not working myself up to this. I was ready this morning, (laughs) crying next to my bed with Chester. No, Spencer now is. That wasn't a burn. That wasn't a burn. Oh, hallelujah. Is everyone feeling good? You ready? Okay. People dedicated. Dedicated. We are dead for every other purpose except this. We are dead for every other purpose except loving God and loving His ways. We're dead for every other purpose except growing in our understanding of Him. We are dead for every other purpose of of worshipping in God in spirit and in truth. We are dead for every other purpose except worshipping God in spirit and in truth. We are dead for every other purpose except being transformed into the likeness of Jesus from glory to glory. We are dead to every other purpose except a lifestyle of reading, meditating and becoming God's Word. Keeping in step with the Spirit. We're dead to everything else except oh come on if you grab the truth of this when you need to make a decision in life you go what's the next step holy spirit where do i go because i'm telling you now i don't know some of those steps but when i stop and i listen ah the holy spirit speaks it out we are dead for everything else except serving the lord's people hospitality generosity love this is all in love you might say we don't have love down there no 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 this is all in love it must be all in love. You can't do this unless it's all in love. Oh, Lord God, hear us today. It's almost like heaven is making is taking account now. Wow. This is a moment. Jesus, be glorified. Jesus, be glorified in our lives, be glorified in our families, be glorified in our marriages, in our children, be glorified in our church, in our gathering together. Here we go. Father God, hear our cry from now on, from this day, we choose. I don't even know what's on the screen. What the hell have we got it? I want to make sure I don't miss something. <laughs> what have you got on the screen? Put it up. I didn't see it before. You haven't got them? Oh, one by one. Thank you. Here we go. Let's just... Can you just connect with Father right now? Just connect with His Spirit. Because I'm leading as strong as I want, but I want your fellowship to be as strong. Sorry, I'm leading as strong as I can. Did I say that? My words. <laughs> Thank you, Father, for your presence here right now. Father, please shake everything out of us that needs to be shaken. We just want bedrock to remain. We want Jesus. We want to build on the rock. We want to build our families on the rock. We want to build our lives on the rock, Jesus.
Ezra's making a noise, so it might be time for us to... He's reading his book. That's what he thinks everyone reading to him sounds like. Isn't that funny? (laughs) He's ready. He's ready. Okay. People of God, we're about to make a statement here. You might think it's, it's... I'm feeling the weight of this at the moment. If you're, if you're standing next to your, your husband, your wife, or they just walked out, Tim, sorry. <laughs> Maybe grab their hand because if you need to make a statement over your, if your family's near you, let's make this together. Let's be, let's, let's be family. Oh, good. You're coming to stand with me. I thought you were coming to do this. I'm like, honestly, I don't know what. To, we're doing. We're, I'm not doing it. We're doing this together. Okay, doing this together. Right, grab your partners. We're going to dance. No. <laughs> Father God, Lord God in heaven, we are a people dedicated. Let's say this together. One, two, three. People dedicated to loving God. And loving his ways. Next one. People dedicated to growing in our understanding of him. We are a people dedicated to worshiping God in spirit and in truth. We are a people dedicated to being transformed into the likeness of Jesus from glory to glory. We are a people dedicated to a lifestyle of reading, meditating and becoming God's Word. We are a people dedicated to keeping step with the Spirit. Amen, amen. We are a people dedicated to releasing heaven's authority in our world. Oh, we are a people dedicated to generosity. We are a people dedicated to hospitality. We are a people dedicated to serving the Lord's people. We are dead to everything else except this. Amen, amen. Father, hear our cry today. Come on, let it rise. Let your praise rise to Him. Father, we want to start new. We want a new start in You. You said this was going to be new things this year, Father. So we're by faith stepping into this new thing. Make it happen, Father. You're doing it right now. You're doing it. Don't you see it? It's breaking out. Don't you perceive it? Oh, Father God, Father God. Have Your way, Lord. Have your way. Can I hold your hand? Father God, we just speak blessing over each life represented here. We speak favour and blessing in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak an open heaven over each life, over each marriage, over each family right now. Father, an open heaven. Father, I thank you for that pure communication. Just flow, that conduit of heaven, just absolutely the flow from heaven. Thank you that you're a radical Farmer, just spreading seed wherever you go. Father, thank you for the river that flows, that just keeps richer and richer, deeper and deeper, purer and purer, as it just gets further and further away. It doesn't diminish. It gets stronger. It gets more powerful. Your ways are so much better than our ways. Have your way, Father, in our lives. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in each one of our lives. We want to be your people. Jesus, we want to be your church. 
If you agree on that, agree, amen, amen. Amen, amen. This is an eternal truth. I want this. Amen, amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.